0: when you change your narrative, I really do think it changes your outward life. Welcome everyone. In case you are new to the podcast, I would like to take a moment to introduce myself and why I decided as a busy working mom to find the time to put this together. When I was in my late thirties, after working as a surgical physician assistant for about 13 years, I found myself severely burned out. This affected my relationships, my work, my mental, and ultimately my physical health. I felt like I didn't have time to breathe, let alone the time to find the resources to help me out of my burnout cycle. I did find a way out that has led me to a more fulfilled and joyful life. I would like to be a resource for you to do the same. I will walk you through simple steps to integrate into your busy day to help you move out of the burnout cycle. Even if you feel like you don't have time to breathe, you can do this. If I can do it, literally anybody can. Please note, because I am nowhere near perfect, I may slip up and use an occasional minor curse word for emphasis or due to raw emotion. Please be aware. Thank you so much for being here. Let's break the burnout cycle together. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. So it has been a week. Let me just tell you. The scheduled podcast that I had for this week actually got bumped to next week because um, one of the people I was going to interview lost their voice. And so we've bumped that to next week. So you and I are sitting here today again, and I have just a great message that came through after the Interview podcast canceled. And we're going to talk about narrative this week. So I'm going to tell you two different narratives of my week just to really hammer this point home. So when I look back on this week, here's one of my narratives. This week sucked and it sucked in a big way. It was an incredibly hard week. And it wasn't even just this week. I mean, last week was really tough too. Just to kind of list off some things that happened this week. Monday was a bear at work. You know, I'm tired. I'm I'm heading into Tuesday and on Tuesdays I do virtual visits from home and it gives me just a little bit of breathing room. I don't have to commute on Tuesdays and so I was just, you know, taking a deep breath on Tuesday when My daughter got to school and probably a half an hour after she was at school, I get a text. Mom, can you come pick me up? My stomach's really bothering me. And, you know, here's part of me that's going, "Okay, seriously, you just got to school. Unless your arm is falling off, you should stay at school. Like there's that part of me. And then there's the part of me that's like, you know what? She's a good kid. She doesn't do this very often. Let me just go see what's going on. So I go pick her up from school. She gets in the car and she immediately just starts sobbing. I try to be very protective of my community around me. So I'm not going to tell you exactly what happened, but basically something very big happened. And she was really, truly upset about it. And she had every right to be. Um, This was a very big something big to happen to a 13-year-old. And so I, you know, was like, wow, you know, I didn't have any idea about this. I'm glad I came to pick her up. I'm glad I can support her through this. So, you know, as we get home and I'm trying to support her through this, and I said, you know, get some food, gave her a big hug. You know, I was doing everything I could to support her. So the people that are outside of our house that are laying new um, lines for Internet in our neighborhood, killed our line. They dug up and and cut our line. And so all of a sudden, I am dead in the water, meaning like I can't do anything for work because I don't have internet. And so then I've tried hotspotting off my phone in the past, and my because it's all patient information and it has to be over secure internet, I can't hotspot for my phone. So now I'm trying to be there for my daughter, but I can't be at the house. I either have to go into work or I need to figure out another way. So then I call Phil at work, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, honey, they just cut the lines to our house. Ellie's home. This big thing happened. You know, I'm trying to be here to support her, and, and he's like he's like, what do you need me to do? I'm like, I need you to call our internet provider and get them out here to lay another line like this week. And, and I'm like, I think I have to go to work. And he's like, why don't you just go to the neighbor's house? Why don't you just, you know, like go to the neighbor's house. So then I'm at the neighbor's house and I'm trying to support Ellie. Then I'm like calling her counselor at school because I'm like, she needs support through this. And then she had a math test and I'm like, can we get back to the math test if you're feeling better? Can we, so I'm trying to juggle all of these things in the middle of like doing patient visits. And my last patient visit, I kid you not, I'm on with my last patient and the internet goes out at my neighbor's house. And so I can't get on to do this visit. And so then I'm trying to do it off my phone and that wasn't working. So I ended up just doing it over a phone call. I mean, just... And then we had a doctor's appointment that we had to get to, and then I had to get Ellie back. Anyway, just a total mess. Wednesday, you know, was a little tricky, and then I had—I was trying to get ready for this podcast interview, and I just—you know—there was just so much going on this week. And then, you know, Emma had fillings on. Thursday. And then I had to be home for the internet people. But like, how do you be home for the internet people when you can't do work? And I'm supposed to be work. So then I'm like at my neighbor's house, like waiting for the text to like, run home and get like the internet thing. And, and then, you know, the podcast interview was canceled. And I, I just like, I, and then there was stuff on Friday night that we had to be there for Emma. And we had to, get, I had to rush out of work. Anyway, it just was like a week, you know, it was just a lot of stuff. And, and I look back and it's just, it was big and it was like some scary emotions and, you know, it was just big. And it's like, okay, so that was one of my narratives, right? Big, scary, tough week. And then if I take a breath and switch narratives in my head, this was actually not such a bad week. because. I learned I have a community to support me. So I have a community at work to support me when days are difficult and we have a lot going on. I have a neighborhood that, I mean, I can't tell you. So not only did my neighbor step up and offer me her house and like gave me the code to her house was like, come in and out as you please, like, you know, I mean, use my entire house, use whatever you need. Like her husband came home for lunch and was like, do you want food? Do you need food? And I was like, I don't need food. I just need internet. I mean, beautiful, beautiful people that stepped up to help me. And not only help me on Tuesday, but to help me on Thursday. And then i mean just freely give of themselves and of their stuff so that i can i can walk through and and do the things that i needed to do and then my husband supporting me i mean he just showed up and was like babe you know i know you want this podcast is a big deal i will take Emma to badminton he showed up making dinners this week i mean he just knew how busy i was this week and just showed up and My other neighbor was like, I have a hotspot that's like for, you know, laptops for work, and maybe that'll be a secure. I mean, so many people stepped up to support me this week. And it was such a beautiful week when I changed my narrative around and I showed up, right? I showed up taking my my daughters to their doctor's appointments. I showed up going to the art market on a Friday night when I was tired and rushing home from work. I showed up by doing the work surrounding the podcast interview, by reading the book, by getting my questions ready, by getting my introduction ready. You know, I showed up this week and when you change your narrative around how things work and how how your week went, it can be really super powerful. And I'm starting to realize this more and more. And so I can look back on my week and say, man, it was a really crappy week. Or I can look back on this week and say, wow, you know what? It was a tough week and I had people show up for me. And just in such beautiful, selfless ways, changing your narrative can be super powerful. And I wanna I, I want to give two more examples of this. So, I meet the most beautiful people. I really do. I just I don't know how I get to be in the presence of these beautiful people, but I do. And one of the people I used to work with, she told me one day, and it was the first time I heard it. I know this is pretty a, a pretty common saying now, but it was the first time I'd ever heard it. She said, I tell my kids we can do hard things, right? When the, when my kids are like, this is hard, mommy. And she says, well, we can do hard things. And it just struck me because, again, it was the first time I heard it. And so this week, in my brain, this woman, I just heard her voice. You can do hard things. And I was like, I can do hard things, right? I can do this. So Again, it kind of changed my narrative in the moment. I can do hard things. I definitely use this week. The universe has my back because I was like, "I don't know how I get set up for this beautiful podcast interview out of the blue to to interview somebody that has a book. I mean, I was like, "Wow, and then my internet goes out, and I was like, "Universe, are you testing me right now? <laughs> like, are you testing me?" But it all worked out. You know, the universe had my back, so I used that this week. I also, this week, when you're talking about narrative, this example came to me, again, of this beautiful woman that I get a chance to interact with and work with, who was talking to me about the narrative around her children. And she said that, When she was going through a tough patch with her kids or they were just, you know, acting out or they were doing something that she didn't particularly like, she would she would say, I hate these effing kids in her brain. Never to the kids. Right. Like and if you're a mom, you've been in that headspace before where you're just got so much going on and the the kids are making it tougher and you're like, man, and it's hard to say. Right. And it's those are cutting words. And it's. But she eventually realized that she was like, that's not my truth. My truth is that I love these effing kids. Like, I love these kids. And so now, because she changed her narrative and because now she says, I love these kids in those situations. And you could see it on her face when she was telling me this story. When she changed those words and that narrative around her children, her face softened. My heart rate actually went down when she said that. It just changed everything about her interaction with her kids from that point forward when she changed her narrative. And I thought that was such a powerful example of when you change your narrative around what you're playing in your head, your story in your head. It can literally physiologically change your interaction, meaning your heart rate drops, your face softens, your personality changes. And that's what I wanted to talk about this week on the podcast. That narrative that you're playing in your head is so important, not only around yourself, but around the people around you. You know, I used to get very resentful with Phil And my narrative in my head was that just that he's not doing enough. He's not doing enough. You know, I do so much. He's not doing enough. That was my narrative. And when that changed, when I told myself he's doing the best he can, he's showing up in every way that he can. He has. He has shown up for me in ways that he has never shown up for me before. And maybe it's just when you get to 20 years into marriage, that happens. I don't know. but. This man is beautiful and he's showing up for me. I just, when you change your narrative, I really do think it changes your outward life. So it was just what I wanted to say this week. So I know this podcast isn't what you were expecting this week. You're expecting an interview and it doesn't have the typical format that my normal podcasts do, but I just thought this week I'd one off this podcast, see how you liked it vibe a little bit, tell you how my week went, and just go from there. Thank you so much for being here. Again, I love y'all so much. Next week, we will have two podcasts in a row that will be interviews with some beautiful, beautiful humans. All right, everybody, I'll see you back here next week. Take care. you're really enjoying this podcast head on over to apple and give me a rating and review and also click that follow button so that you know when the next podcast comes out thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next time The information, opinion and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on the information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast is not to be considered professional advice. Before starting any change in physical, mental or dietary practice, you should consult your medical provider.